Wait, Welcome back to well? the yeah, I think it is, but let's <laughs> let's yep, whatever. Okay, start again. Go. Round it up. <laughs> Welcome back to the Feel Good Parenthood podcast, guys. Um yeah, we're we're a quite a few episodes deep now. We probably need to count those up. But today <laughs> today we're going to talk about parenting guilt because my goodness gracious me, isn't it a big one? Um like we we get it, okay? We are wholly and solely responsible for kids. For oh, like sorry. For Welcome back to the Feel Good Parenthood podcast. Today we are going to talk about it's a bit of a heavy topic for a lot of us, I think, but we're talking about parenting guilt. We're opening <laughs> the can of worms. <laughs> yes. Um, and how to let it go. Because honestly, it's it's nearly always baseless and it's nearly never serving you. Or your children. Um, yeah, or anybody involved <laughs> at all. Um, like we we get it, you know, we're completely responsible for these little people, their happiness, their development, their growth, their adult lives. And it's such, it feels like such a big responsibility. And it is, don't get me wrong. It's a huge responsibility. I've definitely had moments. I remember a particular moment driving down a road with my two children in the car and going, um, I'm a parent and I'm responsible <laughs> for these kids. Like, who let me leave the hospital? Like, you have to go through more rigmarole to adopt an animal than you do to walk into a hospital and have a baby. Like, it's wild. Dude, I had more anyway. training to work at Big W on a checkout. Yeah, like, yeah, and they're just like, okay, so um, are you breastfeeding? In in Darwin, we get like, are you breastfeeding? Are you breastfeeding? Are you breastfeeding? Are you breastfeeding? Yeah. Okay, you're breastfeeding. Bye. And it's like, um what do I do? Like how, what, what do I do with this baby all day? Like, ah, and it's just, it can be such a slippery slope of guilt because you're just constantly watching other people thinking they're doing it better than me. You know, I don't know if Mm. I'm spending enough time with them. I don't know if I'm loving them enough. Like I saw a post on Facebook the other day and it was like, oh, I feel so guilty because I think that when my child was a newborn, I wasn't dressing them in enough clothes. And I think that they were cold. And it's like, girl, that's past. Like that's Let gone. It go. Why are you worried about <laughs> it? Yeah. Yes. Let it go. I, I like, resonant, I, every time I hear let it go, I'm like, there's this little internal voice in me that's like, let it go. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's, it's Elsa all the way. Yeah. Um, I've I got a story like, about the whole, um, I probably one of the most profound moments of like mum guilt and I don't often I don't subscribe to it I definitely don't let it be something that deter like um what's the word um I don't let it become my default setting in my Mm -hmm. in my parenting right but Mm -hmm. one the time that I had to put my six-month-old into uh kindy or school sorry daycare I was just like beside myself and it was the longest term of my life and I wasn't even full-time she was only going two or three days a week. And then not even that because my husband was on rostered like two days, two nights, four off with the fireys. So he was with her. So she was only there casually. And it literally just felt like a whole piece of my body was like missing from me. And because she was just such a unicorn child, I had such that, I had that, what you imagine, I suppose, instant connection, bond, easy journey, like breastfeeding her, like sleeps well, blah, 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 like, like very false sense of parenting, like security <laughs> for sure. But that was really, that was a really profound moment for me. Um, and it was a lot to work through it and yeah. And to let it go. 
Yeah. I think yeah. it also you also cop the crap all over Facebook, like, oh, my child's not going to daycare and all of the things. And it's like, yeah, but mine has to because I have to pay my mortgage or feed mm. my children. And yeah. like it's it's so hard to, you know, you'll see, I see a lot as well. The Facebook groups are going to be a big thing for us today, apparently. But like <laughs> people will be like, oh, you know, my my child's just getting so sick. Like when my first started daycare, he went for <clears throat> two half days he was 10 months old, two half days he went and he got rotavirus and ended up yeah. vomiting with temperatures for 10 days. He ended up in hospital and the mum mm. guilt, I was like, oh, like, oh my God, I've this would never have happened. Exactly. <laughs> and now he's got this horrible bug and he's so sick. And like mm. my daughter got RSV after a week at daycare and she was same thing, like ill for 13 mm. days. I think she had temperatures for, and it's like, oh my mm. God, like, why am I like, I can work from home with a, with a, 11 month old that's okay (laughs) and I think it's understanding a little bit as well that like when we went from living in villages and having all of that support and they took that all away and we started living life as what they call a nucleus family so you know like Mm. a little isolated bubble Mm. the only structure that was put in place to replace that entire village of support was childcare. Yeah. Like that's literally all they gave us back. There was nothing else. And mm. for so many families, it's a necessity. You know, we're not, we don't live in a time where, God, I remember when I used to be able to buy like a bag of lollies for 30 cents. That shit's gone. Yeah. Like, you know, my daughter told me today they buy a Zuper Duper from the um, canteen at school for $2. Yeah. <laughs> $2 in my day. I was rich. Yeah, we were talking about lunch orders last night and um, yeah. a friend, friends were here and they said that they'd gotten three lunch orders for their kids and it was $50. I was like, what happened to the $2 sausage rolls? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like a juice cup for 50 cents. Yeah, yeah. I know my husband was saying he, um, his day was like bush biscuits <laughs> and we used to get the frozen orange groats. Um, but yeah, like we have to, like we have to really remember that we don't have those structures in place that we used to and that's I think largely where mum guilt comes from because we feel like we have to be doing all of the things and we just shouldn't so yeah so so true I my I grew up listening to like a bit of a quote that my mum used to say was like a helicopter up and it was just about kind of getting that perspective down above your life and knowing that that. thank yeah and things are the way that they are and letting go of what you cannot control and then changing what you can control um but just giving yourself that perspective because i think sometimes when we get all of that anxiety and over i'm personally just not such a fan of that word but um it's thrown around a lot so let's chuck it in here um when we get really overwhelmed in, in motherhood and in just in life in general is that we get really stuck in the minutiae of our lives and the itty bitty yeah. details and that every th- little thing isn't working the way that i want it to work and we completely lose our perspective because yeah. in the whole oh <laughs> Connie. can hear that can you hear me now yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh so uh what where did i get up to (laughs) i don't know um Mm. i think you're saying we get caught up in like 
like the real the, oh the many many yeah. details of life so did that just go completely blank for like 20 yeah, seconds i'm like belaboring yeah. and i'm not even looking at my screen so i can't yeah, really see that you guys are like bitch stop talking turn your mic back on <laughs> oh my god i'm so here for that anyway we, we get so bogged down and like the any bitty details and the minutiae of life that we forget uh to just create a bit of perspective and i personally like I, I don't know did you hear me say that i don't like the word anxiety like i feel like that yeah. words yeah yeah it's just throwing around all of the time but oh. any yeah <laughs> anyway that's, we could do yeah. a podcast on that an episode on that but cool. i'm just saying we just yeah helicopter up is it really a big deal that i forgot to put socks on my son that one time um does it re like yeah is it really that big a deal In and is it worth scheme. yeah is it worth the the guilt no and i think it's important sometimes it. as well that like we look at the perspective of it from our kids like i did see a really amazing post i don't think it was on facebook actually i reckon it might have been on instagram but you know it was a mum who was kind of describing her morning from her perspective where things went to shit and the cake ended up on the floor and she was crying and from her kid's perspective it was like you know we made cake and then we ate cake off the floor and we Totally. Like, and the kid was like this is the best thing ever and yeah. but it was just that looking at it from two different angles um yeah I think as you said like it's it's a big picture thing it's not mm, yeah. you know the small details are not the most important things sometimes I mean yeah. sometimes they are though as well like you know sometimes it could just be that one little thing that made your child's day that to you is nothing like sitting down yeah. and playing with them for 10 minutes, you know, to you, that was like, Oh, I didn't play with them for long enough. And to them, they're like, mommy played with me today. Like we played training yeah. and we had the best time. And they didn't and count like, the minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, luckily. And then we just, 10 have, minutes we just have to like drop. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we just got to drop those expectations. Eh? Like some days are mm. shit. Some days are great. Some days are somewhere in between. Perfect isn't possible. So striving for that is very counterproductive and a waste of everybody's time and energy. Yeah, and absolutely. yeah, like just keep it simple. Hey, yeah. take care of ourselves. I don't, really, I don't really want to be perfect either. No, nah, way too much pressure. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's like, and boring, way get, too boring. So boring. I think we get bogged down in like, I have to be in control. I have to, you know, do all the things, but like in my household, there's four other people. I can't control four other people. That's not my job to control four other people. I can control me to a degree. Um, yeah. Depends on how much coffee I've had. But like you can't, you can't control your kids and nor should you want to. So, yeah. you know, even if you have this, yeah, this grand plan of exactly how the day is going to go in your head. Like I know I wake up every morning and I'm like, right, school run's going to be good today. Like this is how it's going to go. We're going to be in the car by 7.30. We're going to get to school with plenty of time. You know, I can drop the middle child off first because he's always asking me to, but I'm always like, we're running late. We have to drop your brother off first. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, before I know it, it's 7.50 and the kids are finally in the car after like a massive battle and someone crying because they can't find their sock. And I'm like, well, shit. Okay. Well, we Sound got in the, the car today. We to school, right? Like, so. <laughs> Nobody died. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. So yeah. I think it's just, you know, like having, having some sort of loose idea of how you'd like your day to go, sure. But remembering that you can't control mm. other people. Those mm. days are gone where we just used to like put our makeup on and do our hair and get into the car and, and drive nicely to work and <laughs> pick up our coffee. And yeah, like where, you know, those, those days. Can I just be very anymore. real here? That mm. is still my morning. I cannot oh, head out the door without 
yeah, sorting my life out first. No. And I also the whole idea about things like never being perfect, like nothing is perfect. It's a really good thing for our kids to know and learn too, because totally. this is going to yeah. be building their emotional, um, you know, literacy, their resilience, like their life skills. Mm, so. Yeah. The more that I think we try to double down on perfection and getting it right all of the time and then, you know, feeling shitty about ourselves when we get it wrong. Like that's not um, that's not the type of role modely stuff that our kids role modely. Good word. Role model <laughs> approach. Such a I don't good know role uh, our kids need role, role models for going through the hard stuff and the not yeah. perfect stuff more than they probably need the striving for perfection stuff but also like how you how you cope when shit goes to well shit. yeah like <laughs> yeah I'm pretty sure that I'm probably giving my children that whole like terror of being late because I'm constantly like we're running late and I'm like I really should stop doing it because they don't care okay <laughs> It doesn't get them in the car any faster, but I'm no. sure I'm sure that I'm instilling that because I'm constantly like, oh my god, and it's so. So you're gonna have some I- trauma work to do on that when they're older, Steph. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, they have to go to therapy for something, right? Um, yeah. If that if it's that's all that thing. I'm passing on to them, I'm you know I'm kind of okay with that to be honest. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's important that we sort of you know like keep it keep it real right you know realistically I don't have a nine to five I work for myself if I'm five minutes late for a client I message them and I'm like hey I'm really sorry but I had a morning this morning and they're like no dramas so did I like we're all parents yeah (laughs) does it really matter like probably not (laughs) and I think like instead of focusing on that driving force of society and the expectations and all of the things like using that role modeling <laughs> those that role modeling to our kids as our driving force to moving away from perfectionism moving away oh, from yeah. the mum guilt because and I said it just the other day to my husband the last thing I want is for my daughter to grow up and to feel guilty for looking after herself as a human being yes um you know I've seen the best quote the other day and it said like you know we just need to accept that in every situation we're human beings before we're parents and I was mm. like yes like mm. that is just so bang on so much permission there eh? permission to yeah. be yeah human. and we are like if we're not filling our cups and looking after our basic needs as human beings it flows on to everything so mm. you know really focusing on that driving force why it's important to do it and to look after ourselves and drop the guilt as opposed to focusing on the you know the other side yeah I was in a woman's circle just a few um few weeks ago and we kind of had to come up with like our own you know list of affirmations and stuff it was a really cool activity actually and one of the ones that one of the other ladies shared was the perfect moment is this one and that when you're constantly striving for perfection like moments of perfection that you miss so much like you miss the sweet moments and the things that you'll actually take with you all through your life and your children are going to take through their life as well. It's like yeah. enjoy the journey, stop worrying yeah. about the outcome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the destination yeah. isn't where we need to be focusing. Yeah. It's just so the right. always another destination. That. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Sometimes the journey is the destination. It's like my favourite yeah. quote at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so like the other thing as well I think with the mum guilt thing is, you know, everyone else's expectations because it can be, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um. So like just remembering that, you know, everybody's expectations aren't actually what you need to live up to. 
um, <laughs> you need to live up to yours. So like if people they've are, had their turn, they can sit down totally, and shut up now. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> and like I often say to, you know, I don't really say it anymore because people don't tend to give you advice when you've got three children. <laughs> <laughs> they just wish you well. <laughs> yeah, they do. They're like, oh, good luck. Wow. <laughs> but you know, just saying things like, oh, yeah, you know, I've tried that or that didn't actually work with my child or, you know, just going, do I think that this could work? Like, do I actually think mm. that this is something that I prescribe to? No. Okay, I'm just going to ignore it. Did you just say prescribe? Yeah. Subscribe. Prescribe? Subscribe. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, subscribe. Yeah. yeah. Wait, can you give me a prescription here? No. Right on, teacher Courtney. This isn't an so English sorry. lesson. Sorry, I had to go there. <laughs> I've already but, had my role modeling moment. I just needed to yeah, bring someone else into that with yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> just needed to, yeah, punch someone else down. No worries, mate. No worries. <laughs> um, I think, I think, guys, it's also really important here that, like, you're noticing patterns and triggers. So things that are constantly stressing you out, like being late. Mm. Um, if mm-hmm. that's if that's an issue for you and it's something that's constantly coming up, it's something that's constantly robbing your life of joy and it's something that's constantly causing you guilt, look at it and go, okay, mm. why? Go and do the work. Go and see a therapist if you need to. Do some journaling. Do some meditations. Do some exercise. Like whatever, whatever your thing is. But it's important to know that, you know, there's, there's things that they call, and this is probably a whole nother topic as well, but like, Big trauma, little trauma. So big trauma mm-hmm. stuff like, you know, we yeah. were abused as a big child. Tease, little tease. <laughs> big tease, little tease. And little yeah. trauma is something like I was reading Gabrielle Bernstein. She's, I love her, but she mm. was talking about how in year four, a, a boy called her stupid and mm. it took her a month or I think it was a month to work through that in her head after having done a lot of work with this sort of stuff to work through that in her head, to be able to write her first book. Now she's written like 11 and she's a super accomplished author, but Mm. just one comment is enough to completely change the trajectory of your life if you let it. And those things very much so come up in us each day. So, you know, if it is something like you're really worried about the house being messy, why? Why does it really matter? And when we start looking at this stuff, we start to be able to disarm these triggers, which means that you are going to find that you're a little bit less stressed about it, which is a really Mm. nice place to be. Stepping into your power more than being in the receiving end of. Yeah. Yeah. And just like stop and be like, yeah, does this actually matter? Does this Mm. actually matter? No, not really. So we're just going to let the guilt Mm. go about that. Or um, you can go like down the real practical line of things, which is where my brain goes. <laughs> and you go into like, okay, what can I actually control here? Totally. What if I, what can I do differently to make it work better? I've just recently worked with a client um, who has three children and her mornings were horrendous. And it mm. was just, it was just, just so shocking. And so that was our first thing that we just pulled apart. We pulled it all apart. We figured out all those layers in there. And then we popped it all back together in a way that felt good for mum. And literally within three days, she goes, I just cannot believe that I didn't think of this stuff myself. But you can't, you can't Mm. see the stuff when you're inside your own bottle. What is that? You can't read your label if you're inside the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. When you're living it day to day. And that's another thing to let go of as well, because when you ask for help, don't feel guilty about not seeing what you couldn't see, because when you live it day to day, you can't see it. Absolutely. Yeah. I have this conversation mm. all the time with clients. They're like, oh my God, mm. that's so simple. Why didn't I think of that? And it's like, because you're really, really tired. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also, I guess, so understanding like, yes, there's a hell of a lot that I've learned about parenthood, but there's a hell of a lot that I've read from, like learned from reading books, from podcasts, from, you know, all of mm-hmm. the things. 
And, you know, we do this stuff for work. Like that's why we've gone on this big tangent of reading and learning. Mm. And would I have read all of those books had I not been doing this? Probably not. Like, mm. <laughs> so, True. you know, as particularly as a new mum that is in the thick of it, don't feel bad that you haven't read 20-something books. Yeah. Come and copy our homework. Like yeah. you don't need That's to it. read them. Just come and copy our Yeah, legit. Um, I think I lived in that thing. whole ignorance is bliss state. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. I read you one. You also very had a unicorn child as well. Though, I know, so. I know. Well, yeah. the only one book I read before I had her was Mama Zen by Karen Miller, I think it was. And it was a beautiful book. Um, and that was all that I read. And I was that was enough for me in that time. So mm, I was totally. yeah. Yeah. But now um, I'm like, here, I'll give you a list of twenty. <laughs> Yeah, of all the books, <laughs> or an Audible, oh, Audible good. subscription like Emma. Oh, um, oh I'm on that I, train now. Yes, yeah, no, it's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> um, but I think, guys, like when we're talking things that are feel out of control, things like triggers, things like that, it does take time. It takes work. Mm. But if you can change something, so something that I go through a lot at the moment, I have like a big to-do list and I'm like okay what are the things that I can't control? But then we go back to that list and we're like okay, what's something that I can make slightly better? Like, mm-hmm. you know, one percent is that they're honestly, mm-hmm. they make more of a difference than you think. Like it might be something like, like something that I did when my husband was away was because my house was always a bomb site. Like I've got three kids, three kids under four on my own. And I would be like, okay, I'm just going to tidy up one room. One room mm-hmm. is going to be tidy. It was the kitchen normally for me. And as long as the kitchen was clean, I could find my inner zen about the rest of the house. Mm-hmm. And I would just walk changes. <laughs> yeah, just make little changes, you know, every day, every week, every month, if that's all that you can do. Um, but, yeah, I think we'll probably wrap up because we'll be talking for a while on this. But remembering that, you know, as long as you love your kids and you feed them and clothe them and all of the things um, that you are doing an amazing job. Okay. And you are the best mother that you can be or parent that you can be, um, you know, enjoy the process and the learning and the growth because nothing, nothing puts a big fat mirror in front of your face, like having babies. Um, and you know, you can answer the call, you can do the work and you can become a better person. And I think that that's a really beautiful way to look at parenthood. You know, you're not only raising these children, but you're also, you know, helping yourself with things that have maybe been a little bit buried and making yourself a better person. And that's a beautiful thing to be doing. Um, and we're, you know, we're, we're all learning. Our kids are learning, we're learning. And just to surround yourself with people who are going to facilitate that learning and that growth and that journey for you, rather than, you know, surrounding yourself with people that are going to make you feel like shit, basically. Yeah. I got no time for that. Nope. Holding space Um, for the journey. That's all you need. Absolutely. Yeah. So thanks for joining us, guys. Um, We hope that you've enjoyed our little chat and our little rants and all of the things. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.